What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Adjusting the Life with the Squad. It's your boy, Lamarcus Caradine, and we're back again with another episode. I just want to start off, though, by tell- by basically asking all the guys how their day been. But I'm going to start off by telling you how my day been because they I don't think they're going to ask. So, um, my day has been very, very well. Um, This morning, I woke up and, well, Danny woke me up this morning. Um, I was supposed to have a very, very nice and peaceful morning anyways. Um, I rolled over, saw that he called, rolled back over, and uh, he was like, he's like, are you coming, you know, coming to a function of neurology? I appreciate it, Marcus. I really appreciate you ignoring my messages, just like you ignored me yesterday when I told you, hey, bro, be up at seven so we can go to the clinic. But hey, it's all good. This man takes me at one o'clock in the morning. I'm over here sleep, snoring, mouth is, I'm just slobbing at the mouth. Anyways, but my day has been very, very well. Learned a lot of things about concussions. Um, It just, it's it's been, it's been kind of a day full of learning, even though, you know, right now it's, it's around like two three o'clock and so we started this morning by seven so my day has been going good how's your day been danny my my day's been eventful um you know it's always nice to wake up and to have to deal with a grumpy john because um he didn't sleep at all last night because he was busy watching tv on his freaking ipad and keeping me awake as well but it's all good i'm just playing john um but no my my day's been good um Kind of to bounce off of what Marcus was saying, I was helping out with the school. Um, if you guys have watched our previous episodes, we worked with Dr. Lam- we had Dr. Lamarche on, and I was working with him as well as the functional neurology clinic here on campus. And we were kind of just, you know, um, showing around, showing the the docs that are here on campus, some of the stuff that uh, that the neurology clinic has to offer, and just kind of giving them an intro into like concussions and how that works with the brain and. The spinal cord and how you can see all different things with kids and stuff especially during childbirth so it was a really cool talk I, I got to learn a lot and i hope you know john and marcus also got to learn a lot too because they were there so i guess you know i should bounce this off to john because uh he's been with me all day yes yes uh my morning was awful because you know uh, first thing in the morning i, I saw is a call from danny hey are you up no, I was sleeping. <laughs> he make well. I gotta say, he bring me coffee and he make me a sandwich. So he, you know, that's really nice of of him. You're welcome. Yeah, uh, but no, really going through the clinic with him was really nice. I uh, learned some kind of things. I want to go back tomorrow there too. So we'll see. We'll see. This week is. Oh, by the way, I was watching Doctor Carter's TV. I was watching the ortho video. So. This man was on uh, Dr. Carter's YouTube channel. <laughs> he subscri- He hit the subscribe button and the bell notification so he knows when Dr. Carter uploads another video. Just in case you're watching Dr. Carter, we we practicing very, very yeah. hard for ortho. So when you grading us, just know we we working very, very hard. But we're going to bounce it over. I'm going to ask you how your day been, Ken. You know, my day's been pretty good other than the fact of being in school for uh, five hours this morning. But, you know, I learned some uh, good stuff about some business and learning how to set up a business later on in life. And I know I'm excited for the future and I can't wait to see what that holds. What about you, Alex? How's your day been? Uh, My day's been good. I got up this morning and had a pretty chill morning. Started studying some x-ray stuff for Oski's. I didn't 
It's crazy that Danny decided to tell Marcus and Jan about this uh, event this morning, but he didn't mention to the group chat that we're all in. So, you know, we... Oh, no, we, I, I would have went there with you this morning, but, you know, it's fine. I, I, have, I have more important things to do than hang out with y'all anyways. Aren't you taking six credits? Well, you know, when... When you get to my age, six credits is a, is a, is a toll on the life, so you know. <laughs> I apologize, Alex. I should have said something in the chat, but I, I figured everybody was pretty busy, which is why we scheduled this podcast a little later today. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, it all, that all checks out. What about you, Carlos? Besides not coming to this event this morning, how's your day been? <laughs> no, they, they didn't invite me either, so no, but uh, being honest, my morning was, was awesome. I woke up at eight maybe 77 45 because I, I had class at 8 30 until one on a saturday it was it was great it was it was beautiful it's been there since last quarter so uh, i'm sorry yeah. bro. I, i'm sorry my yeah it's it's my my morning was grateful like i don't know like yeah it's it's been a good day so how about you ryan uh, my day, let's see, I woke up at uh, like quarter to seven to a dog peeing on my comforter. So uh, <laughs> my day didn't start off great, but now I'm here. Um, this past week was all right. Mostly just worked, studied, got stuff done. But yeah, nothing really out of the ordinary. I will say this, like you, you started off the day very, very well. You walked around here looking like a big, big old highlighter. So I know for a fact that you had a great, great morning starting off. You wanted to brighten everyone's day. And so I just want to go ahead and let you guys know. We're not going to let that highlighter pun of brightening up somebody's day just go around like it was unspoken, right? It was, it, you know, you know it was good. You know it was good. It was good an hour ago when someone else made the joke. Don't, don't let Marcus take it. He ain't, he ain't that smooth. We've already used it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. But we have a very, very special guest today. I just want to go ahead and let you guys know. He has worked really, really hard throughout all his years, especially coming to Cairo School. Not even only just Cairo School. He was my college quarterback. Threw me a couple touchdown passes. I'm trying to tell you, he was nice with it. I just want to go ahead and let you know, the guy that's with us today is Watson Fundren. How your day been today, Watson? Well, I appreciate that very uh, awesome introduction. Um, but my day's been good. Started off, um, slept in a little bit. Um, then got up, went to uh, uh, married a coffee company. Greatest coffee shop, in my opinion, around. Um, did some studying for boards. And, uh, you know, here we are. I got a question for Watson, real quick. Do you get mad at Marcus when he drop a pass? Well, he don't drop them, so. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. You got your right, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, so I just want to start off by kind of asking you, um, just what, you know, what technique, um, what technique did you fall in love with, and, and why did you fall in love with that technique? So, let's say... Probably a year, year and a half ago, maybe, um, we were, I was introduced to, me and my, um, one of my buddies was introduced to Blair and kind of fell in love with it after we started learning about it um, just because the specificity of it, um, just how it works, their analysis is just, I mean, it's awesome. Um, Blair is an upper cervical um, technique. Uh, it takes um, 
very great pride in their analysis to know when to adjust, what to adjust, and how to adjust um, to make it the best possible adjustment for um, the patient that's on your table. Um, I just think it's really cool. They take into account a lot of uh, things that uh, I feel like other techniques kind of overlook or um, haven't thought about maybe. Um, so anyway, it's just really cool. We can get more into that if you want to. I would definitely like to get more into that. Um You know, certain type of analysis that we had to do that involving x-rays and different point of views and all this stuff. And we had to draw lines and take all these convergences and stuff like that. So I was wondering, what's the level of analysis that you guys have to do in Blair when a patient comes in, for example? So with Blair, it's actually one of the most specific analyses that I've come across um, in my search across techniques and just uh, clubs across campus because... Um, Dr. Blair actually took the um, toggle type analysis and built upon it and basically his premise was if the subluxation happens at the joint why don't we take a picture or x-ray that joint and so uh, what he did was uh, he'll take a base posterior and he found out that it, you can look at the um, atlas lateral masses and get a convergence line off of those and then you can take a picture down those convergent um, convergence lines which are angles and actually see the articulation between atlas and the um, occiput so you can actually see the subluxation on um, on the x-ray which makes it really cool because there is no question do I have the right listing do I not have the right listing like you know for a fact I see it I have um, proof of it that it's there awesome yeah it's it's very interesting because in in toggle I remember in lecture we talked a little bit about like the dentate ligament theory and stuff like that and how the proprioceptive receptor cells in your neck to you know communicate with your brain and how posturally your position so that can go into studying that goes into how we you know drive and stuff like that so that's really cool man i appreciate that i kind of want to transition it a little bit you're talking about uh blair as in more of practice but i want to talk about more about the club and how uh it's kind of like when i walk in those doors uh what am I going to learn on like a weekly basis? So the club itself is set up to basically be pr uh, primary, which in Blair they have different seminars and they go from, they do a primary which is on um, the base level and then they do the intermediate and then the advanced. So the club is set up to be a primary and so over the course of the quarter um, we actually have Dr. Herman um, who is a certified instructor through um, Blair. We also have Dr. Chris Lee, um, who is also a um, certified instructor uh, through the Blair organization themselves. And they actually um, tag team the club and they teach um, everything. So you're actually learning from a doc who is, who is certified, who has went through um, the proficiency exam and also the instructor, instructor exams. Um, through the club itself. So starting off, um, Mark's actually referred to it earlier, we kind of talk about um, Dr. Blair's major premises and one of those um, being uh, about taking the picture of the joint uh, where the misalignment happens and the other is that asymmetry is actually the normal. So if you look at my face and you kind of draw a line down the middle, 
unfortunately I have an asymmetrical face. So pretty much everybody has that. So if, if our face is like that, what makes us think that our spine is perfectly symmetrical? And so when you're looking at the x-rays, Blair is really cool because it actually takes the asymm asymmetry into account because we're not looking to see is this a perfectly straight neck? Is it, is it um, perfectly straight? Is it 90-90? Hey, um, Dr. Blair actually um, said that we're not looking for the perfectly straight spine. We're looking for the perfectly articulated spine. So what's cool about Blair is they look at how the bones and joints themselves articulate. And so as you go through um, the quarter in the club, you actually go through his major premises and then how um, you do the x-rays, how you take the x-rays, how you look at the x-rays, and most of it is actually the analysis and then toward the end of the quarter we'll actually do some setups and uh, practice the adjustments on the toggle tables um, and you know just go through all of that but like I said earlier there's a great deal of analysis and Blair takes a great deal in um, perfecting that analysis. I would definitely love to um, talk about the asymmetry because for one on um, you know like how the occiput in certain areas like some people may think it need to be adjusted when it could be just somebody's and like how they just built up anatomically like it could be the, their anatomy of their body and so i just want to kind of talk about my friend danny um his head is the size of a I, I don't even know but it, it's it's very abnormally large and so i know it's a whole lot of asymmetry just going on and so like I, I understand that his spine is being like being compromised because of his head weighing at least 120 pounds and so i just i just thought i should say that they say um in our i what is it neurodiagnosis class i believe it's called what hydrocephalus so maybe i have hydrocephalus who knows but what about, what about your peanut head um, we see the thing is we ain't gonna talk. We ain't finna get on head shapes because if y'all could see the way Jan head built up, y'all wouldn't be saying too much. His head look like the Eiffel Tower, but we, <laughs> but you know, we just gonna go ahead and skip past yeah, that because them, right? <laughs> because these guys gonna make me get on a whole roast battle. But anyways, you know what what things did you have about um upper nice. cervical? Uh, yeah, I um, I really enjoyed how you talked about Blair and the analysis. That's I think that's really cool, and I feel like that doesn't really get explained well. Like not everybody. I mean, we all have the we know the certain techniques, but I feel like Blair definitely gets skipped, and I feel like it's an amazing tool. Um, a question I had: I wanted to translate ten years from now. Where do you like in in regards to your practice? What do you see yourself doing? Do you see yourself being a Blair specific doctor do you do you plan on incorporating other techniques and if so what do you plan on using so I definitely see myself being a Blair doc and that doesn't necessarily mean that I won't do other things cause you know we love to use the toolbox analogy and basically I'm gonna give the best patient care that I can give um, whatever that may be and a lot of Blair docs actually do that so if they're looking at the upper cervical region or um, all the way down to even C4 C5 that they'll actually use Blair for that but if you know a patient has something else going on they're not going to not adjust that if the patient needs it so um, I think it's really cool they'll, they'll incorporate other techniques in doing that and I see myself doing the same thing that's awesome that's amazing 
I actually wanted to say something about that. Um, I remember Watson having a conversation, Watson and I having a conversation real quick about um, one day when we were in the gym, he was talking to me about functional neurology. Um, and I it, it clicked with me that in Blair, we can actually, you quite literally adjust one segment and you know it can clear uh you know it can clear all these other segments that might be considered a secondary or you know a compensatory mechanism to the primary subluxation which was in c1 so i think i think that's actually really cool that y'all do that and then that you guys find other techniques to supplement if that person needs or their body is requesting that adjustment per se as some might say in the school with the innate intelligence and stuff like that so that's really cool man i like that yeah for me it would be like what advice you can give to a student or a non-student that we that want to come to the chiropractic program? Like, what advice you could give to them? Yeah, so um, there's so many so many different areas you could go with this, but really, learning to manage your time uh, is really a good one because I found that if I didn't set aside specific times in my schedule and literally label it as study time, then I really lacked the amount of time that I did study. Um, so that really helped me out a lot. And I think that's uh, really critical whenever you're taking, you know, 24, 25, 26, or even sometimes 29, 30 hours. Um, it's really important to manage your time. And also what Marcus was referring to earlier is just kind of um, figuring out like what your passion is, like which, um, which technique or um, which area of focus that you want to go into. If you want to do like DNS stuff, or if you want to do Mopal, you want to do Blair, you want to do upper cervical, whatever, they all work. That's, that's the big thing, they all work. So figure out what you love, what you're passionate about, and how you can use that to help your patients in the future. I like the fact that you said that they all work. Um, at like, some people come to this understanding um, in their high, in their head that only one technique works, and it that's not that's not always the case. It's not what what necessarily um, you like to do as as much as it is is what's best for the patient. Because at the end of the day, you don't want say for instance if you got someone's mother coming in and you you've been doing their atlas over and over, or say for instance you've been doing their pelvis over and over and over again and nothing seems to be working. They uh, their disease symptoms have have not been going down anything like that. You just you sometimes you need the extra help. Sometimes you need to refer out. Sometimes you need to go call someone and be like. Hey man, and you need to own up to it, not just as a doctor, but as a man in itself or a woman and sit down and just say like, okay, I need help trying to figure out this case because you want them to be able to go out and play with their kids. You want them to be able to go out and enjoy themselves without without all this pain. And, and it's just, it's what's best for the patient, not necessarily what's best for the doctor, not necessarily what's best for your practice, not necessarily what what's going to keep all the money in your pocket. It's what's best for the patient. And I think that's what we all need to kind of sit back and think about sometimes. Uh, I mean, I totally agree with you there, Marcus. I mean, you know, there's like you said, like you like you said, uh, all the techniques work. Obviously, there there's just specific ways that certain people need the adjustments and 
you know, the whole, the whole reason we're here is because we want to help people. So I want to transition into the question of what brought you to chiropractic school? What's your why? And I, for me personally, at least my why has changed from the beginning, from when I first entered the program to where I am now. So seeing that you're almost done with school, I want to know how your why transitioned or if it did or if it didn't. Yeah, so I really haven't, a lot of people have a miracle story, like this happened to me or this happened to my uncle, you know, or whatever, but I really didn't have that. I didn't have like a miracle moment um, through chiropractic. I mean, I just started going to the chiropractor when I was about in middle school, um, kind of learning about it, and I loved the philosophy behind it that um, the body is perfectly made, it doesn't make mistakes, and, um, you know, it's made to function at an optimal level. It just needs to get rid of interferences. And that goes back to the three T's and we go a lot of different directions with that. But basically my why is I just love the natural approach that the body is um, perfectly made and that we can help the body um, just function optimally. I just want to go off and say this guy from all the way from like to college like because i met him in college he was my college quarterback from what i didn't say it but this guy was so so bright like such a such a smart guy we used to we used to sit at practice and you we used to get up in a huddle and literally talk about how smart he is if y'all don't believe me you can go ask some of my teammates he could have been like the sun is blue and we'd be like oh yeah he right he right he right changed our whole mindset like he this guy, he actually helped me with with trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Um, you know, of course, you know, it, for the for the, all the people that have listened to our podcast before, I went to the chiropractor because I had got injured and got adjusted. But he was one of those guys that kept it rolling in my head. He got he kept the snowball effect in a way. So I actually went to my advisor. Her, her name was Doctor Parrish. And she uh, she actually ended up talking to me about going to chiropractic school. And she was like, you know, um, your quarterback Watson Fundry was there. And I'm like, I'm like, Watson? Why dog? Really? He, he went to chiro school? You know, I didn't I didn't I never I never even knew what chiropractic was like that. Like I didn't I didn't know as far in detail. So I was like, let me let me give him a call. Let me give him a call. And Dr. Parrish was like, you need to. So I, I give him a call. Um we get to talking about it and he tells me like you know, I really, really love this. And he ended up describing a couple things to me and it really I could see myself doing it. Like it wasn't necessarily that I couldn't see myself doing it after I talked to this Cairo that's been adjusting me. It was just, it was, it was more so I had a friend that was already here too. A friend that I knew that wouldn't just be blowing smoke up my butt or whatever. I had a, I had a, somebody that was actually going to be real with me. And so, um, he, he helped me out a whole lot. Like this guy's, I'm telling y'all, if y'all see him walking around campus, sit, take out the time and say what's up. Take out the time and say hello. Cause he, he can, He'll definitely brighten up your day. I'm going to ask this. The guys knows I'm a bit nosy. Uh, being in the world of sports, why you didn't choose uh, sports car and went to Blair? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's in my head. I, I need to ask this. Yeah, so it's really cool. I actually have um, a buddy that he is um, in sports car club. He's actually one of the officers. And that's a good question. I really... I don't know why, okay. um, because it's really cool. Because when he starts talking about it, he's like, everybody's really an athlete. If you, you mm -hmm. know, if you're a mom and you pick up your child and you're walking up downstairs or you know doing anything like that, that is an athletic 
you exactly. know, movements. So um, that's a good question. I just think that um, going back to, I had a passion for um, Blair when I learned about it. I love the specificity. Um, it clicked in my brain and I just kind of ran with it. Awesome. I also um, kind of ran with uh, another club too. Uh, I don't know if y'all want to talk about that, but um, the wellness way is also something else that I've been really passionate about. And it's not really tech uh, technique based. It's more just, um, looking at the three T's and how to remove the uh, um, stressors. Can you explain that for us? Like, what, what does that club entail? And I mean, you know, what, what can uh, a student get out of that? Yeah, so they look more into, um, it's Dr. Patrick Flynn, uh, he, he created the Wellness Way, and um, he's one of those guys, he's like, every club, every club works, or every technique works, and um, he says, but, you know, a lot of techniques only look at um, trauma. And he's like, we've always learned that thoughts, traumas, and toxins are the stressors of the body. And so he does a lot to, um, he does a lot of lab testing. So it might be blood testing, it might be um, stool samples, um, hormone testing. And he actually looks to see like how your body is functioning and where it might actually need some help. And then they also look for the stressors in the patient's life to how to remove those. So it kind of really um, entails all three of the T's, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's great. I have a question actually regarding the um, wellness way. So I went to a, it wasn't really, it was like a little mini seminar slash club meeting that they had. And they talked a lot about like these, their, some of the stuff that they provide, um, which I like that they provide stuff because some people don't have the time to be able to say, hey, I'm going to go buy some chamomile tea and go buy this Chinese herb and go do this and go do that and make this concoction to be able to provide to be able to provide my body with the proper nutrients to defeat to defend against those toxins. So I like that. But one of the things that they kind of that kind of stood out to me from their whole like, oh, this is our club here. Let's push our product on you versus they said you can always make this at home. It's one of those things like I remember one of the members in the club, I believe, or one of the doctors that sponsored the club, I was talking to her about some stuff that I got with like gluten that I've been feeling kind of um, crappy, so to speak, um, with gluten. And, you know, um, one of our crew members, Alex, he put me on. He was like, hey, bro, you know, like work to cut out gluten and stuff. And I kind of brought that to the Wellness Way Club. And I said, what do you guys think about this? And the lady said, you know, some, some stuff like ginger, black pepper, turmeric, they're really good at helping deal with that gut inflammation. And it that's at that moment, it kind of clicked for me. It was like, all right, maybe there is a little bit more than just adjusting. Maybe there is a little bit more than just the function neurology. So for me, it was always like, all right, thoughts and trauma is perfect. I don't know how to deal with toxins. I'll just let the dietitian or the nutritionist deal with that. So that was really cool, kind of getting to hear the nutritional aspect from a chiropractor. And you know, getting to getting to be able to say, hey, I can confidently give this advice to a patient. It's not I'm not going to go out and be a nutritionist, but I can give some advice. I don't I don't feel lost when somebody asks me, hey, how do I lose weight? How do I get how do I stop feeling like crap every time I eat some bread? How do I stop feeling like crap every time I drink milk? You know, it's like that's really nice that I can provide some knowledge on that and then point them in the right direction if I don't feel comfortable, like you guys said, because in the end of the day, we need as many tools in our tool belt to be able to, you know, provide the proper care to these patients. Is that not true, Marcus? That is very true. Because you know, at the end of the day, you always need to have more, like a whole lot more t 
tools in your toolbox no matter you know no matter what i just want to go ahead and tell you we're gonna have to have you on again to to kind of to kind of get deeper into wellness way and also we can also get deeper into into um blair because this has been a fantastic episode and i'm very very glad that you was able to come on i just want to say thank you um from the bottom of my heart that you came on and you know and talked and actually provided not only us but the listeners out there um with a whole lot of information to kind of take home even though y'all probably at home anyways but you know, it's it's really, really nice. Thank you, Watson. Well, I appreciate y'all having me and appreciate uh, Marcus for being the hype man that he is. Always making feel, me feel good about myself. So, appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Sure. Appreciate it. You're good. welcome. Danny, your head big. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. See you later. Later. Adios. All right, hold on. Real quick. Real quick. Can anything exist in complete isolation or is everything defined by its relation to everything else like is a chair a chair if no one's actually sitting on it that's kind of tough <laughs> is a joke a joke if no one laughs